I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about this concept. I'm going to be giving you three specific ways that you need to embrace this concept inside of your community so that you can serve your community better. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. There's a concept that I teach that often catches people by surprise. It's hard for people, especially community leaders, to understand and embrace this. But grasping it is essential to your success as a community leader. All right, I want you to write this down. Your job as a community leader is not to do what's best for the individual, but to do what's best for the community as a whole. I know, it seems counterintuitive, right? Community seems to be all about loving and caring for each individual member of the community, Now, you're welcome to care well for them, but you cannot cater to each and every one of them. If you try, your community will be scattered, weak, and you'll likely experience burnout in the process. I want to share three surprising ways that you can better serve your community once you embrace this concept. Number one, uphold boundaries. In episode two, I talked about part two of my four-part community cultivated framework. We talked about culture. And a big part of having a strong culture is having established boundaries. Boundaries are there to protect your culture. But here's the deal. Boundaries are only as good as your ability to uphold them. Doing what's best for the community as a whole involves enforcing boundaries that may negatively impact individuals in the community. Too often, business owners don't uphold boundaries because they fear hurting or upsetting one member of the community. They're sacrificing the safety of the entire community by doing that. It impacts all of the members. In episode eight, I talk about not needing to fear conflict, and we talk about how to handle people in your community that are pushing up against your boundaries and culture. So if this is something you struggle with, I want you to go back to episode eight and listen to that so that you understand how to enforce boundaries, because that's what allows you to create a safe space, which is essential for connection. All right, number two, ignore the naysayers. Lots of people are going to have negative feedback and opinions about what you're doing in your community. The majority of them are not the ideal person you're creating the community for in the first place even if they're paying members, right? Too often, I see business owners getting all shook up about negative emails and support or negative comments in Facebook. They try to remedy every problem and make changes to appease the masses, each and every complainer. This is really dangerous. Now, I'm a huge fan of soliciting feedback. 
just listen to episode number three of this podcast where I talk about communication and the importance of incoming communication, but not all feedback carries the same weight. When you're focused on the good of the community as a whole, you are driven by fulfilling the common cause of the community. You are very clear on who you want to serve, how you want to help, and the result you want to help them create. But naysayers, and even well-meaning people who have genuine complaints about your community, they can distract you from that purpose. Now, I 100% want you to hear them. I want you to acknowledge them even. But before you make any changes, you want to know that this feedback is coming from your idle customer and that it's a recurring theme, not a one-off concern. And then you also want to check your data to make sure that it aligns. Don't make changes simply to accommodate the squeaky wheels in your community because when you do so, it's going to throw you off track. You need to know your true north. What's the purpose? What's the transformation you're headed for? And who are you helping get there? And keep your compass pointed in that direction. Don't let anything throw you off. Otherwise, you'll find that you're making a bunch of small changes and tweaks for the wrong reasons and you're going to be led astray. Now let's go to number three. It's kind of similar, but different. Stay the course. As community leaders and as humans in general, we have a tendency to want to follow the crowd, to go with the most popular opinion. But following the crowd can really get you into trouble as a community leader. What's popular is not always what's best. Here's the deal. Your community is never going to 100% agree on what they want. Why? Because your community is made up of members that are all in different stages of the journey. Their needs and their wants are different depending on the stage that they are in at the time. Now, when you created your community, I'm hoping that you set a really clear purpose and to find a path to help your members achieve that promise of your community. Now, if you haven't done this yet, I want you to go back to episode seven, which is the secret to member progress, where I talk about the success path with Stu McLaren. You want to do that if you haven't done that yet. Now, it's only natural for people in your community to want you to produce content that is very specific to their stage, to their current problems and their current needs and their current wants. But if all your content caters to the most popular opinion and needs, there will be a ton of community members you aren't serving, whether they're further ahead on the journey or they're not quite to that stage yet. Now, what's going to happen is if you cater just that popular opinion and you create everything for this one most popular stage, you're not actually going to be able to move people through the path to the transformation. As the leader, you have a bigger vision to carry forward. You understand the importance of the long-term vision and can think strategically about the sustainability of the community as a whole, not just the current needs. You know the foundational elements they'll want to ignore, but need to revisit. You know the content that they will want to have at their fingertips when they reach the next milestone that they're not even aware of yet. You need to trust in that vision, even if that means creating content and experiences that don't serve the majority of people in your community. The decisions you make are not based on the personal interests of each individual, but on the big picture journey for the entire community. So get a clear vision, map out the path, and stay the course. 
All right, friend, hopefully now you can see more clearly how as a community leader, you need to stay focused on what's good for the community as a whole and not the individual. The three ways you can do that to better serve your community are to first uphold your boundaries, right? We've got to protect that culture. Second, ignore the naysayers. Not all complaints are worth doing something about. And number three, stay the course. You have to think about the bigger vision of the path to transformation. All right, if you found this valuable, do me a favor, share it with a fellow community leader so that you can give them the freedom and the wisdom that comes with this concept of serving the community as a whole and not the individual. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.